All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And we're off. Barn burner on a Tuesday. Wheels up. There it is. Wheels up. In the Tower Chrysler studio, the best Tower Chrysler studio you'll find in the city of Calgary. Best I've ever been to. Best I've been Hands in. Hands down. Luxurious. People have been through. They can't believe it. They like, so no. this, this is the Tower Chrysler studio. I think we could use a little more um Air deodorizer and the washer, but otherwise, like I was opulent. Say, stink. Very. Major Tutty. There's Major Tutty came by for a visit this morning. I yeah, think we have a him. sound effects board in that washer some mornings. <laughs> it's just too, you know, what's going on? Going on. It's pre-show. 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 Uh, there's the Redster. There's Bender. This uh, I am Boomer. We are here to uh, to do a lot today. Wet Frank Zara Valley NHL Insider coming up. Oh yeah, we got to get there quick, Gretro, because he's he's got a hard out. Today. He's got a hard out. I don't know if he's got to get. I don't know what he's doing. His limousine picks him up for Jasper. Yeah, it's like a three four day. Something like that, yeah. yeah. So we'll uh, we'll get to old Frankie boy uh, soon. Last night, Flames, Blue Jackets, that storied rivalry, another chapter into the uh, the historic feud and battle between these two original six teams. Um, I think I can only actually remember one game that was memorable. It was like a nine six or nine seven win where Torts had the famous line, like, but just. 
Sounds crazy. That seventh goal really took the wind out of us. Yeah, the seventh or the ninth or whatever it was. Yeah, it was was ridiculous. Uh, Otherwise, completely unmemorable games in the history of the season series. I remember some games. Didn't Iggy score his 500th against Columbus? Mm, We played Iggy's 500th. Could be. Could be. I I scored uh, my 100th. Boy, that's a lot. Columbus. Hundredth penalty minute, stuff? or what are you talking about? He didn't have a hundred goals. Point. Oh, okay, that's point. You get a hundred points. Hundredth point. I did. That's I impressive. Fuck me. No, I couldn't have had a hundred points, could I? I don't think so. That's why I was impressed. Oh, Google it. Hundred pims for sure. No, I had. I must have had a hundred points. So you remember specifically huh? that you got your hundredth point against Columbus, but now you're not sure if you had a hundred points. He was. Being facetious, I think. 106. Oh, wow. 24 goals, 82 helpers, and I, 106 and in I 714 games. I was just sort of thinking, yeah, like parts Pink. of eight, eight or nine seasons. That sounds about right. Go ahead. When I scored, I celebrated because I think it, cause it was my 100th point, and the Blue Jackets were, I think we won like six to one, and it was late in the game. It's like, what is this? idiot cheersing himself for like yeah, he's a big deal like, like the beer league selling <laughs> get the puck get the puck <laughs> what the hell's wrong with this guy gus gus get the puck <laughs> how much money did he have on the board for a point tonight yeah. what's going on boy tell me let, let's go back that that five goal year that you had in 0102 <laughs> in buffalo you got into 65 games pumped in five what a year that's almost one a month that's a heater a one o two is good. Your career oh, year, points wise, was the year prior. Three goals, nineteen points. Yeah, the year before, the year before was a better points year. Yeah. And Lindy five was still goals. So holy five. Nikes, that's quite a yeah. bit. Followed it up with a uh, a big zero and fifty. Used them all up. Should have spread them out retro. You change your uh, your lie and your stick injuries. there. Change this. I was pissed off. I wasn't the captain that whole year. Zero in 50, and then... I think you missed something. Off to Calgary. Here, you sour about not being the captain? Who uh, who got it? Jochen Hesht. Stu. Stu Barnes. He seemed lovable. Older than you, right? Good guy. It's not a good one. Generate yelled his name. It's probably a key factor. Were you really up? I mean... You have to see if Stu Barnes pretty good cap. He was right. upset he didn't go to Nagano. I think there's probably a good reason to think he'd be upset about yeah. that. Uh, do we have Frank yet? Just uh, whenever we get Frank, just fire him just up fire there him and just now. fire him right in. There he is. Oh, there's serious. Frank Cervelli. You, 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 what, what do you remember about uh, Rhett's uh, five-goal season <laughs> back in 0102 in Buffalo, Frank? Nothing. No. no. Probably scored against your Flyers. That might have been the year McKee, or did they beat us in the playoffs that year? I was going to say, Jay McKee scored an overtime goal in Philly. So maybe that was that year in the playoffs. I feel like what the Flyers and Sabres played in the playoffs like every year then. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. I like that. I know a lot of people are moaning about it's usually Toronto because they are in a tough division. Oh, this divisional format. It's like, look. It's you play a team a few years in a row in the playoffs like that. Nothing gets better than that. Like well, a mix real and a win. hatred and rivalry. That too. Maybe if yeah, you don't Boston's get... not whining about that well, format. That's, that's the thing. It's 
It's not that they continually face the same team. It's that they continually lose to the same yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. That was back. Uh, so who would give me that? Uh, that'd be Legion of Doom era, obviously retro in Philly. Yeah, yeah. Although, when did Lindros leave? Two thousand. He left after the two thousand Eastern Conference Final when he got knocked out by Scott Stevens. Ugh. So that. That was it. When he got game back. seven, three to one lead in the series. Bobblehead. Primo was there. I think it was more Primo era. Well, he's big too. Yep, Primo Jeez. was there at the same time. He actually took yep. over for Lindros as captain. If I'm, it was Eric yep. Desjardins, and then Primo. Right. Yep. The 01 season, uh, you won in the conference quarterfinals four two. So six gamers, uh, six games against the Flyers. And then you lost to the Penguins in round two and seven. Is that ring a bell? Yeah, that was that. That was that great memory I have of standing beside a guy that wore number sixty-six and not deciding to maybe tie up his stick or anything and just mm. let him score with seconds left in a game. To yeah, you keep your eye in the chest, Whatever, right? right? Is that what you do as a defender? Yeah, don't, look don't, don't, look don't, don't look at the puck. Don't look at the puck. puck. Just. Focus on the body, buddy. Focus oh, on the body. One of my worst, one of my worst memories. Thanks for bringing it up. Why are we talking about the Redster? No, we're anyway, moving on. We were, we were talking about your hundredth goal. It started That's with all. Columbus, uh, so I mean, whatever. Um, there's, there's our NHL insider who, quite honestly, trader stirring up some shit here in Calgary. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's kind of one of those things where these out-of-town guys come in and it's like, well, my sources are telling me that hooby blooby gap, and then the local guy's like, what the hell are you guys saying to the... I didn't say nothing. It's Frank. He's got his own... There's a rift between the coach and the GM, and I think the coach wants to be the GM and the GM and the... Yeah, we haven't talked about that all year at all. Hell what are, are you doing, Frank? What are you doing, dude? I, I just call it like I see it. I mean, I don't... Uh... I don't know why this is even a controversy like or it like whatever is being stirred up like everyone is watching how Daryl Sutter has handled this season. There are no secrets here and the friction and frustration has been evident. Rhett, you, you keyed in on it before anyone else did because maybe you understand because you've seen it firsthand. But it has been full pedal to the metal from September on for Daryl Sutter it's rubbed a bunch of people the wrong way. And then now you watch how it's, it started with Matthew Phillips. Now it's continued with Jacob Peltier and, and not only did it continue, but then he, he gave him another size 12 up the arse in the post game with what's his number again. <laughs> like, come on. Like, it's just enough is enough. I understand the shtick, but it's, it's too much. It's over the top. I just think like I think go ahead. Right? Sorry. Sorry. Let me say this because it's mm -hmm. hard to explain, but you have to know the personality and the person a little bit. I think him winning the Jack Adams was a total detriment for his team this year because he he doesn't want to be perceived. He wants to be perceived as the underdog and the little guy and the all out work you guy, not as the big dog. And now he's the big dog. He's going to try to do more. He's going to squeeze more because to overcome, to prove that he isn't a big dog, right? Like, you know what I mean? When a person gets a situation, they're going to do, they're going to do even more 
to prove that that's not what they are. And it's like, just stop. Just you don't have to prove we know what you are. But I'm telling you, I, I've thought that when he won it, and I think it now, and I think that him winning, as, as great as it is for his personal accomplishments and, you know, to, to say you won and for all the other things he's done as a coach, great, blah, blah, blah. But for this team, not a good thing. He seems because, emboldened, right? Like, does is that not it? And then you give him well, an extension, and I feel like that, I that just doubles what you're talking about, Red. It's like, well, now I have job security yeah, I and... I I don't know that emboldened because I don't think Daryl needed to be emboldened. I don't think that was that he had lack of confidence was his issue. I actually think he's over like he overcompensates to do it. And I, I emboldened wouldn't be my word. I, it could be maybe in there, but it's it, to me it's more of a I'm going to prove to you that I'm not a big shot and I'm going to grind you even harder now. It's like well. Can we not, you ground hard enough. Like you don't have to prove anything. Like, but let it that's go. The exact opposite of what this team needed this year, 100%. which was, Hey, we're working it's... in like a quarter of the roster. That's new. Not only that, but there are some of our most significant pieces and this needs a delicate light touch, at least until everyone can find their footing. It can't be a full fledged fire right from, from training camp on. It needs to, you, you got to build to that, a slow burn. And, and eventually if, if you start that way, it's, it's like a steak, like every it's burnt to the crisp before you can even really get to cooking it. Well, and you noted it That's when he made the comments about Huberto, who was on the training table. Oh, he's just taking a shit. Like you sort of gave us a different perspective on that quote, which seemed like he was, it was some cheap laughs and part of his media shtick, but, uh, that that was early this year. That was the first couple of weeks with him. I, I don't understand anyone's reaction. Like, and, and look, you're a fan. You can think however you want. You pay tick, you pay money for tickets. You have the right to believe whatever you want. But the reaction that I saw on social media from the Peltier clip this week was like, it was bizarre. It was like, oh, I'm so glad he swatted that reporter for asking that question. This isn't me being president of the PHWA and sticking up for media members. There was nothing wrong with that question of, hey, what did you think of Jacob Peltier's debut? Mm -hmm. It was if you coming want to take no it matter in what. An, if you want to take it in an entirely different direction and you want to get the cheap laughs because this is your shtick, guess what? Unfortunately, Jacob Pelche, that's going to be with him for a long time. And that's what his NHL debut is going to be remembered by when it's all said and done. Instead of, hey, what an awesome celebration this was. You've made it to the pinnacle of sport. And now instead your coach goes, what what number was he again? After Which, you knew already heading into this, after sitting as a healthy for 13 straight days with this team, that's how you get welcomed in? That's just Bush League. I'm sorry. It was poor, and it was planned. If you watch yep. him, he knew of course damn it well was. the was He was waiting staged. for it. But, he but knew exactly what odd, was coming. It's odd to me because Daryl does have a deep respect for the game, and I think he does. It's odd. If you talk to him, he, w he wouldn't want anything less than for your kid or my kid or someone else's kid to experience playing an NHL hockey game. That's what's odd to me in this circumstance, right? Like I, I don't get the point he was trying to make. I, I, I truly don't. And I've been a Daryl supporter and he's been good to me my whole, I don't get this one because 
Daryl's a he's a hockey he reveres hockey. It's 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 biblical for them. It's religion for that fan. Like there, Andy, he's proven it to me through different experiences that it just seems so odd that he wouldn't acknowledge that this is a special day in this kid's life and he doesn't have to go lighting rockets off into the sky and fireworks to make it a big deal of praise of that but for him to take this tact instead of going i'm happy for him he's worked his ass off he's got a long way to go keep it up right have i told you guys my my sutter story have i fire no my own personal interaction with him um he's he's between jobs and he comes in to spend a trade deadline day with tsn uh he flew in the night before we all met up at the hotel had a couple beers really enjoyed chatting with him next day wasn't really sure it's a long day in studio what to expect um you know, you have someone pop in and join your team and you're like, uh, I, I don't know Daryl Sutter. He seems kind of gruff from the exterior. He hung out in the back with us all day. Uh, there's a million things going on. Trades, you're popping in for this hit. Like it's a full-fledged 10 or 12 hours of like your brain is just on fire. And got to the end of the day, again, didn't really know him at all before he joined our team. And he, he pulled me aside at the end of the day and was like, hey, I, I just want to let you know um, you're a really big part of this team. And I was so impressed with all the different things that you do and your knowledge. And I was like, I was blown away by how caring he was. And I find when I see this stuff, I have no doubt that that's how he treats his players behind the scenes for the most part. But I have no doubt that there's a reason for the way that he acted and I can't come up with any other explanation for watching that Peltier thing other than to say that was an FU at, at, at management. Stop putting these kids in my lineup. This isn't what I want because that's how he handled it the first time around with Phillips. This is the second time he's done it. And it was a message to, I think, to management saying, like, this isn't what I want. I thought it was him – just trying to win a spat with the media. I don't think he's enjoyed um, the media interactions this year, and he's consistently been asked about Phillips and now Pelche, and it was, what, two and a half weeks before he gets in. I thought this was about that. And then to hear Jacob Pelche say at the rink yesterday that behind the scenes, Daryl was complimentary of his game. That, that didn't surprise any of us. We even hypothesized that Daryl's press conference would be maybe – a little misdirection as to the actual conversation behind the scenes with the player. So I, I think this is him saying, listen, you guys, I told you stop asking about individual players. I set the lineup. Stop it. Why? I, well, I mean, why? I, I mean, why I is he engaging know. the media? Why does he always do it? I mean, he, he, he likes letting them know he knows way more than they do and that he doesn't care for them. Yeah. I, I said it yesterday. Yeah, but Darryl's you make a, your players look like donkeys. Yeah. You did that with, with Huberto and mm-hmm. the taking a shit. Like, I, I just, I don't understand it because the player then has to go, like his friends now are chirping him like, hey, what's your number again? When like, it, as I said, it should have been an unbelievable day. Said it yesterday and just to kind of, to your point, Rad, he, 
he's student of the game, has grown up with the game, loves the game, loves junior hockey, loves young hockey players. These boys, right? He'll kind of affectionately, you know, these boys. Mm -hmm. And I, I've seen him walk into a dressing room of minor hockey. He'll out of his own accord just I want just go want to go say hi to the kids. And of course, they're thrilled to see him. We know the sacrifices he's made with his own career and his own family and all of that. And then I, I don't know. I almost feel like he is compelled to portray the character of Daryl Sutter sometimes. That mm. I can't, if I look like I'm letting my guard down, that looks like I'm soft or I'm taking it less serious. Can't do that. So I may overcompensate the other way. I do, and we can move on because this has been, it's, it's kind of an old story by now. But mm -hmm. I do wonder, someone like Matthew Coronado or, or Zeri or Wolf, I wonder what goes through their minds. What, what kind of response will I get from the coach if I ever get into a game? I, and we'll move on. I just yeah. wanted to, I think you made the best point in that this is, a, we're going to reach a juncture here where those guys are going to have to start making contributions to this team. Yeah. And I don't think it's necessarily about what happens behind the scenes. It's about the perception versus the reality, because you know that those guys are sitting there whenever they get to the next level What's he going to say about me? How's he going to treat me? They're going to enter with some trepidation that I just don't think you need because there's already enough pressure on trying to perform at that level. We'll move on. Rick Tockett on the ice with his Vancouver Canucks team. It's I guess anytime you bring in a new coach, things will look a little a little odd. It was a, it's been a unique few days for sure in Vancouver. I think it was last week we talked to you and you kind of went off on it. It's, it's now played itself out. I guess your thoughts on the final few days of Boudreaux and as we enter the Rick Tockett era in Vancouver. I think the person I felt worst for, I mean, look, Bruce Boudreaux, he, this, this played out the way that it did. And of course you don't like seeing someone with their underwear run up a flagpole for 10 days outside of the Vancouver arena. I actually felt really bad for Rick Tockett. Like he comes in again, no one's ever dancing on the grave of the coach that preceded him. Uh, and so there's always a little bit of awkwardness at that first press conference, but here he is excited to get back in the game, his first job working in Canada and he's basically, if you watch the body language, and I, I've known Rick a long time. I started doing TV with Rick Tockett in 2011 while he was between jobs. And he was like, he needed to wear a bulletproof vest to sit at that podium because everyone, there was shrapnel everywhere. And, and here, here's a guy that, again, it's supposed to be an exciting time. You talk about the future of where this team is heading, how you can do a better job to push this team forward. And instead the first five questions out of the shoot are all directed at Patrick Alvin and Jim Rutherford about how they handled the previous guy going. And so kind of a really unenviable position. And, and I think further than that, um, you read the stories about the emotion that the Canucks players had for Bruce Boudreaux. I just think that's a tough spot to step into. And um, obviously with what's coming next, everyone knows that there are going to be transactions and whatever team Rick Tockett gets handed next season is going to look vastly different, I think, than this one. But still, it's not really anyone's ideal first day on the job. 
What is he as a coach? Do we know? I mean, he hasn't had great rosters. He hasn't allowed success, but that doesn't mean he's not a good coach. But they also gave him almost three a year on three years. And, you know, has he proven that he's worthy of that? Like, where do you weigh in on, on you know, where he ranks in the coaching hierarchy? I think he did a lot with a little in Arizona. If you take a look back and you could say, oh, look at his win-loss record. It's not very good. Then go back and look at the rosters that he was given and then go back and look at the resources through some pretty lean years. I remember talking to him um, at some point after he left Arizona. He's like, guys, I, I couldn't. I couldn't get a protein shake for my players after practice. Mm. Like that's the type of stuff we're dealing with. They're just not on the same level as every other NHL franchise or weren't. Maybe things have changed. Um, and so I'm curious to see as he's put into a position, it was really a mess in Tampa to start. Um, he's a winner. And I think what I like most about Rick Tockett is he's genuine. He's someone that will look you in the eye and tell you what's wrong with your game. Uh, there's no BSing with him. Um, he's straightforward and to the point, and he's a really easy guy to like and get along with and talk to, but that doesn't also mean that he won't be tough. So he's structured. Everything that he does has a purpose, um, and I think that was one of the big things that the Canucks management felt was missing with Bruce Boudreaux. I can tell you um, – they sat down. They remember they inherited Bruce Boudreaux. Mm -hmm. Jim Rutherford was hired after the fact, and Patrick Alvine was hired well after the fact. They sat down at some of those first practices and they were like, What are we watching? What is this? They were not happy from Jump Street. And so you're not going to find that with Rick Tockett. Nothing with him happens by accident. He spends a long time not just mapping out practice and structure, but he's all he does is think about hockey. He's on the phone a lot talking to other coaches around the league confidants people that he trusts and you see the people that he steps in with adam foot sergey gonchar uh these are guys that have, are successful have been around a long time and are well respected so uh, i'm curious to see what he can do i think the problem is he's handed an imperfect roster and he's also going to be now experiencing a significant influx of change well let's go frank We'll see you on the weekend. Safe travels. Have you have you signed with a team? Are you is it official for the pond hockey? So I I am gonna be suiting up for Team Oilers Nation. And hang uh, up on this. Hang up. I am excited about this. Cut his mic. I, I I did. They they did offer you guys. Why don't we play a little friendly before the actual competition starts and the winner gets Frank. But I guess you guys weren't interested in that. Yeah, I didn't hear anything about that. Never got the offer. Yeah. You see, more you're, hockey. I know what that like team a, is looking the, forward to. That the next not game. like the guy that's pushing three bills and and could certainly use a good stress warm this weekend. Yeah, you're being dress surprised, warm. Yes. Sold a bill of goods. You know what? We just got like uh, Kevin Lowe and Berkey. We got to get a barn and have a yeah, fist fight right. or something. Yeah. We'll rent a barn up there or do something. Looking forward to seeing you, buddy. Safe travels. We'll catch up with you on the weekend. All right. See you guys. There he is, Frank Cervalli, our NHL insider. Uh, let's, you know, I want to Lots tell you about. Coaches, uh, it's pretty much all coaching. Yeah. We'll pivot here. Uh, I want to tell you about Montana's because today's Tuesday. Oh, we oh, threw it out there last week. It was the debut of Taco Tuesday. They've got the comfort menu with the purchase of a beverage all day. 
Taco Tuesday, $5 tacos. Maybe you want steak. Maybe you want chicken. Maybe you want those fish slash shrimp tacos. Delicious. They they want your business. It's Montana's Barbecue and Bar. They out, they rolled out that unbelievable comfort menu. Go to montanas.ca to check that out. Monday, half-price wings. Tuesday, as you see, that's the tacos. Wednesday, all-you-can-eat ribs. And every day there's something going on. Drink food, whatever it is. There's a reason to get your buddies and head over to Montana's for some fire-grilled, smoked-in-house, sauced-up meat. Mm. Those tacos were legit last week. They were legit. Uh, there you have it. Montana's. Shrimp K-Pow, did you try the, the fish tacos? You didn't have the fish taco, did you? We did you? the shrimp. Yeah, I guess that, you had the shrimp. I did the chicken. Tan Man had the, uh, had the steak. We had the kapow shrimp. Kapow. We had the, uh, what was it here, the, sp- the four-cheese spinach dip. We made it. We, we were... Made pigs of ourselves. You would have been proud of us. Yeah, we you'd have been put proud. on a bit of a scene. Yeah, it was a good show. The server was like, "Excuse me, for this table, another? Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Nope. Uh, so you guys are good. Maybe we'd try. Maybe gonna try some wings. Yeah, it was. It was nice of Dean to get three spoons for that uh, apple crisp that mm-hmm. needed one spoon. Thinking about that apple crisp, yeah. maybe. Didn't need three spoons. I I mean, what are you gonna do? You, you, like that thing? That picture sitting in front a lot of you? Of sick are, people out there. Yeah. Are you guys good? <laughs> Maybe find some room for some apple crisp. So good. So anyway. So anyway. Back on the bike. So oh, God, dude. Uh, Montana's Barbecue and Bar. Thank you to uh, Montana's for jumping in. Let's talk about the Flames last night. It needed overtime. Not ideal. <laughs> but the Flames defeat the Columbus Blue Jackets. We talked about it last night. I just I want to let you roll for a little bit on this retro. It, math would suggest otherwise. That felt like a must-win game, and when it went to overtime, it's like this. This could this. It felt like it was right on the head of a needle. This thing could go either way. Johnny hit the oh! Didn't Johnny hit the post in the yep. third? The tip, the like, redirect. It was lovely because oh, it, it felt like that goes in, and you're not going to score to tie it or win, are you? Like, that feels like an I have climb. no faith. I have zero faith. None. Like zero faith that the Flames are ever going to score a timely goal in a comeback fashion. <laughs> They've scored those already. They had a couple comebacks first two weeks of the year. <laughs> you know, they claw back from down 3-1 to you, Chicago, and it's like, Are okay. you with me, though? It'd like, be good if they... I, I just don't feel like... I know. I feel I equally the same like about burying down, a team, Brett. Like, they had a chance to bury yeah, them last night. they don't put anyone night, away. Just like they did in St. Louis up 3-1. Like, you need to start finishing off teams because, like... What do they they talk about uh, in in baseball? Like those uh, high stress pitches or high leverage, like runners on yes. two outs. Like it feels like their whole season has been runners on the corners, two outs. Like high stress, high leverage work. There's no okay. Let's just get it deep and roll four lines. They haven't had those. There's been like two games where it's been Three comfortable. Everything else is one goal in the third. Three two league. It's crazy. It's three two because they can't score more than that. It's impossible for them. Yeah. It's, I, are, are you going to get zero know. points? Well, they won. So. Zero points against yeah. the Columbus Blue Jackets this year. That. Is that how that's going to go? The first two games. Out the only the first two. Two games. That was almost. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Columbus is horseshit. Yes, they are. Let's that decor is brutal. Forget to. They are. 
to terrible Old, in their uh, own end. Bobby Blankenshipberg like, was just getting thrown around like <laughs> I a said I could play the or- for the Oilers down. a few years back. Yeah. I'm I'm not convinced. I'm playing next week. It might be get to send some scouts from Columbus down to Florida next week. I'm going to be there. I'll have the wheels on. Maybe take a look at the old roster. Tim Tim Jeez. Bernie Nick They're Blankenberg, broke. look over your shoulder. 44, well, we'll have to get you a different number. I don't know that Goodbranson's going to give up the fours, Whatever, but we'll get you in the rink. We'll talk to... No, uh, did Goodbranson wore 44 because it was 4 million times 4 years? What was the lot? <laughs> no, sure he wore 44 before. Okay, yeah, I'm yeah. not sure what it was, but yeah, they're not, not very good hockey team. And again, well, they got the win and they got it in overtime and why are you critiquing a win and all this? Well, look at all the shots. I'm, I'm almost at the point now where goalposts and shots, I'm having a hard time giving credit you, you so outplayed them and outshot them, and, and as Daryl said in the post game, good, eh? we were the better team. You were. Finish on some chances. The the lack of finish you were, is... You weren't dominatingly better, though, I don't think. You the, were for the first. They had stretches, but then they started turning it over, and it was odd man rushes. It's like, look, yes. if you're going to be Columbus, don't be allowing two-on-ones and breakaways and you know taking bad penalties. Like, the, the Dubé in the neutral zone on the back check is a bad penalty to take at that time. And then immediately you flip it over the glass, and it's 2-2. Like, those are unnecessary. Those are those are weak penalties to take. You are not neutralizing a scoring chance in front. And, you know, I, I'd like to see a different angle in the Dubé one, but it's a foot race, and it's still in Dubé. You don't need to haul a guy down in the neutral zone. You can beat him if you have to. Yeah. There's lots of it. I didn't even like the line A goal. I know he gets it away quick yeah. in the snap, but I didn't think Vladar came across very quickly. More on that later. Like It was pretty obvious where the pass was going. And let's not lose sight of the fact that Tanev, is he out? Well, we talked about that too last night. That's a huge concern moving forward. That ain't going to be pretty. Right? Like... It's, it, it starts to look real crappy when that guy leaves the lineup. He has missed seven games this year. They have one win, four losses, and two overtime losses. The one win was that crazy first of two in a row in San Jose. Um, it has not been good when Chris Tanev's not been in there. Bottom five. And if you really think about the big picture, if Tanev and Shillington are out, we know Shillington hasn't played a game all year and might not, uh, that's two of your four best defensemen, I'd suggest, or maybe five since Uyghur was added. Like, that's... Now, when you get a De Simone Gilbert Mackey esque pairing, it's uh oh. Well, uh, and yeah. Stone, and, I, I feel like it's too much Stone right now. Too much Stone, and you could probably a lot of teams could survive. Like Anderson, Hannafin, who's and Zadorov are your top three now. Well, Uyghur's in there. Too. No, that'd be Uyghur. a tough four. But my point being, there's a Uyghur don't play as well with anyone other than Tanev. From the little bit that we've seen, yeah, we haven't seen. I think top playing guys, with yeah. Zadorov. I think playing at my playing with Zadorov's tough. Mm-hmm. I think that's a tough task for anyone. I like him. I think he's played pretty good actually, but he's tough to play with because yeah. he just does whatever the hell he wants. Totally. He's not really a lot of structure there. Stick to the system. Yeah. So it's no. Is Uyghur the same? Would guys say Uyghur's? Maybe tough to play against or tough to play with because Ekblad of his wouldn't. unpredictability. <laughs> I don't know. I've, is that what it is? I don't, I don't think it's that at I all. I just, I'm not impressed. He, uh, the giveaways were I awful just, last night, but I mean, Ekblad's been brutal when he never has Uyghur too. So I don't think like that's the best we've seen Ekblad is with Uyghur beside him. And the worst is when it's Uyghur I, not there. I talked to a guy from Florida today and he mentioned the coaching thing that I brought up a couple weeks ago. And he's like, 
Paul in Florida. Anyway, Paul Maurice. Burnett Maurice. Yeah, in Florida. Anyway, it plays into the Calgary discussion only because Brunette and Quenville. Quenville's a hard ass, but he also lets his veteran guys kind of. He's good with them, right? He mm-hmm. lets them run things, and they had control of the room, and he, he put the templates out, and they followed it, blah, blah, blah. And Brunette followed in those footsteps. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden now you you get rid of and bring in Maurice, and Maurice is very strict by the book, blah, blah. It's not going well in Florida. My point being, you bring Uyghur and Huberto here. What's Daryl? Hard-ass, strict. You can only do things a certain way, but how's it going for them? It's not mm-hmm. right. It's a different style of coaching that doesn't isn't. I don't even why why I'm rambling about the coaching, but it hasn't been good for weeks. It's a different system. And it I totally don't know is. if it's. I don't know if he's not a good player or if he just doesn't suit the system. But it has not been a good, a good run. It's fine. It's not. I don't think anyone's blaming Weger for the position the flames are in, but he certainly hasn't been all that he was billed to be. I wanted to ask you in a game like last night, Tanev plays. What was the two thirty two? Two thirty two. So essentially the coach, everybody specifically the blue liners have a pretty good idea that he's not coming back. When you, when you're in that spot as a, as a guy who's we're now down to five, do you, how different does that make your game how does that affect the way you because it's got to right you know you got to conserve energy you're now playing you're moving to different sides you got different partners how how truly difficult is that because there were a few again call it unpredictable unpredictable zadorov Uyghur, hannafin at times they all the whole crew stone they all for christ's sakes do i like how hard is this god he's like stone in the his feet are so Jesus heavy Christ, right it's now. One game. Figure it's it so out. So heavy. Like, if that's the issue, boom. I'm not even saying that I blame Stone, but Stone is Stone. So if you can't play with random guys, and it, there's only, it's, you we play two guys go every other time. That's all it is. It's easy. It's easy. It's easier to play with five than it is with six. Quite often, you're not trying to massage it, and certainly for only one game, it's not hard. Sit mm-hmm. stone on his ass. If you get a power play and you want to use him to save some energy for the other guy, go ahead. You want to use him on a penalty kill if he's good at that? Go ahead. You do not have to play him all the time. I was surprised to see him after you only 10. Have I've four left as capable. much as we did. Yeah. Yes. Like, how hard is this? They've done it before. Who's running the D? Kale. I got to call Huska again. Like, <laughs> Jesus. No, hey, let's Huska. put D. Simone and Gilbert out with eight minutes left in a Tight game on the island. Yeah, good idea. That'll be good. I bet Ryan Huska would be very, I, he'd appreciate the call. I'm sure he'd like the input. <laughs> no, he if would had, know more than me because he's coached. If so. you had it to share. No, I'd listen. Why come you on. Your eyes like that? You played, look, you had a five-goal season. We trust your, uh, but, but honestly, though, because I, I do wonder, is it hard? Is it as hard as it looked last night? Because it, it did. It looked like bingo balls. <laughs> that was a sloppy defensive effort. Against an awful team. Yeah. It's, uh, it's yeah, just against a bunch of stud forwards that you couldn't bear. Like, no kidding. Tanev's out. We won't be able to handle these guys at all. This offensive power that they bring. Like, tip your cap to Gaudreau and Line, but after that, come on. Right? 
Well, exactly. Come on. It's yeah. the NHL. There's going to be guys that can play. Boone Jenner's fine, but what are we talking about? And you have last change. You have last change. So what the hell difference? You match it up. Take two. Take your top D pair and play them against their top forwards. And then siphon through the other three D. Like, holy Christ. I was going to give uh, Hannafin my toast of the night, and then the third Ooh. period happened, and I'm like, oh, boy. I really I'm, – I'm not a <laughs> Hannafin guy, and I was trying to be nice, but I just can't do it anymore. This is this is too tough. That power play in the third period after the non-too-many-men-on-the-ice call where Hannafin couldn't keep the puck in, mm. he pops over his stick, and then instead of backtracking with it, he just kind of fires the – thing in well now we're offside and now i can't give you player of the game all right well uh 28 minutes uh for anderson 26 46 zadorov hannafin 24 weger 21 stone uh 15 43 and while we're on the topic we talked to boom about it there's chicago one of the worst teams in the nhl um which may not mean anything they just went to overtime with a 32nd team out of 32 last night then uh, it's the second half of a back-to-back in seattle with travel in the middle you're then off from Friday till the following Monday, like a 10-day break. If you know Tanev is gone for, let's say it's four to six, six to eight, are you moving that shopping list onto your to-do list uh, for, for the bye week rather than wait till the deadline if you're living? Because I just don't think you can roll a Stone Mackey third pair for you know more than a few weeks. Jeez, man, that is a... You're probably right. You're probably right. I said to Ryan last night, "Are you? You're in a spot where you need to upgrade. You really do. The answer is no. You can't have Stone. If you're in a playoff yeah. hunt, you can't. You can't have Stone Mac. So are you? Are you seriously going to be giving up assets right now on a team that is right there as far as being a playoff wild card team, let alone would, a, a cup threat? I would see sort of like the post deadline geo injury Schlemcat type edition, not a." Hey, Joel Edmondson, let's give up a. a but two wasn't seconds. that a waiver thing? Exactly. So the caliber of player that crosses waivers would be an upgrade on what they're putting on their third pair right now, is what I'm suggesting. I would say go get somebody's seventh or eighth best defenseman for almost nothing and try to bolster it for a bit. But again, we're hypothesizing on the yeah, TANF yeah. timeline. We don't know anything. They, uh, they're not, well, we don't believe they're skating. It's the poker tournament today. Correct. And then so. Practice tomorrow. But it didn't look good. Right shoulder, he got bumped there. He, of course, had the shoulder injury going back to last year in the playoffs. Torn labrum, had surgery for that. I don't know that it's the same shoulder regardless. It, it's not good. It's You feel like, and Anderson obviously would be, maybe be more so, but it feels like that's the one guy you couldn't lose, mm-hmm. right? If it's Hannafin or Uyghur, you can kind of maybe move things around. Just everything. And I know I we exaggerate. I, I brought this up once before. And I think you said, ah, come on now, it's Chris Tanev. And then we watched them lose two, three, four games without him. It's like, yeah, they're really quite a different team. Do you, do you remember them. the Oilers series, how shitty they were defensively? I'm not saying it would be a different series, but they're not giving up the number of breakaways and two-on-ones if Tanev's healthy and playing. He only played a tiny bit and played you know, with a few limbs that were functional in that series, and you still saw a noticeable upgrade. He's a stabilizing defensive force. This is an elite, elite defender who really can't do much in the ozone. But if you want to just throw a wet blanket in your own end, Chris Tan is like one of the best at it. Yeah, you got to respect what he brings. He does do a lot. I mean, and 
And he also might be a calming factor with the coach the way he is, right? That's another thing that can be overlooked. But mm-hmm. I don't know. We're, we're spending a lot of time speculating that he's going to be out for a while. So I guess we better find it. Well, I mean, yeah, I think it's they just scary. Upgrade their is, defense yeah. no matter what. Agreed. And honestly, if, if if Oliver Shillington ever wanted to come back, there might not be a time he'd be more well received than right now. And I know it's he's got weird. issues that we don't know what they are. And they're obviously serious, and we don't want to make light of that. But God, do they miss him? They do. In, in a, I was thinking about it when Tanev went out yesterday, and I'm sitting there going, "What's wrong with this?" De-? And I'm like, "Oh yeah, Shillington's not there." And I think we forget because it was a bit of an enigma mm-hmm. last year. You didn't know what you were going to get with him coming into training camp, and he played his ass off. He, he was really good for the team. He had a couple stretches where it started to to you know wane a little bit but he was actually pretty damn effective as a top four defenseman yeah i think so, just they're missing that stretch pass out of their own zone hitting guys and stride the fourth man well, jumping even, up into the play even, like there's just offense created that isn't happening even going back for pucks right mm-hmm. skates so well yeah. the puck gets dumped in it comes out right away right because yep. he's yep. not going he's not matching the other team's speed he's got the speed to get back and get it moving forward as opposed yep. to okay you might not get beat back to the puck but like when I went back for a puck, all I was hoping for was a tie. Mm-hmm. He's skating back for the puck. He's wheeling around the net and he's starting it out the other way. It's fun playing defense when you're not in your own zone, right? <laughs> That's what he was good yeah, at. A lot easier. Yeah. A lot easier. I just, I, you know what? Everyone says, well, they got the win and this, uh, they have gotten wins against some of the bottom teams in ugly fashion. Yep. And it just, it's to me, that just speaks to, issues that are under just under the just just below the surface like what are you here like mm-hmm. chicago you lose or did they lose yeah four three remember san OT. jose overtime right even st louis with the lineup they had columbus they have a loss and an overtime win like these aren't these should be guaranteed win points and, and that year of covid when they only played canadian teams and we were mm-hmm. going to beat the piss out of the worst team, which was Ottawa, and we got, like, F all for points against them. And, oh, all of a sudden you miss the playoffs. It's going to kill you eventually. Like, Colorado's not in the playoffs. Who thinks Colorado's not making the playoffs? Well, I'm looking at points percentage. They're in. I, I see taillights for Colorado. I don't think the Flames are – there's no way they finish right? higher than Three them. games in hand? It's L.A. Like, we'll have the standings in the Pinder Report. It's um, They got some work to do. Speaking of the Pinder Report, let's go there now. A presentation of Village Honda. Detailing packages. Who doesn't love a clean car, right? Ooh. We had some snow here the other day. Now the roads are dry. Get them, get them, fig- get it figured out at Village Honda. Ozzy Sheila back from Oz uh, was thrilled to see her detailed car in the garage. Detailing packages Daddy. starting at only seven. 70- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. $99.95. Protect your vehicle from the harsh elements of winter. Book your detailing package today. Do it online, would you? VillageHonda.com for the good folks at Village. Here's the Pinder Report. I think that detailed car might have made up for those three plants that died. I thought it was two. Well, one's on life support. We'll see if she makes it. (laughs) All right. It was Johnny's return night, fellows. Uh, What does a fall in Ohio do to a man? You have to ask that question when we we saw Johnny Gaudreau. It's like the president thing, right? They'll show, here's a yeah, picture yeah, yeah. of Obama. Jeez, like, Obama before. got some grays in there. What is going on here? Oh, boy. D- like, is it just me, or does this not look like a character on, on the Dave Chappelle show? Like, that's Johnny. It's a little yellow. A little yeller. He's got some, your liver, some wrinkles in the forehead. Goodness. Talk Karen. to Ozzy Sheila about that. And, uh, yeah, the eyes all sunk in. They, they got sunlight there, Rhett? What's, what's Ohio like? Sunnier than Buffalo, I think. I well, Calgary, so many hours of sun, the sunniest so city sun. in the Yeah, he's missing losses, right? Yeah. yeah. Needs some vitamin, whatever vitamin it is. Absorb the vitamin D, though. He needs one of those Did lights, you know that? right? Get the light. Did you know that? What's that? What's Did you guys know that about Calgary? It's sunny there, but you don't get any vitamin D. Why is that? Not, bright, not, not strong once enough sun? you're above a certain... No, once you're above a certain... What are the meridians of the globe or whatever it's, it's i mean the tropics maybe not the meridian and capricorn yeah it's true you bastards look it up it's true you don't get any vitamin d once in mm-hmm. okay that's uh, our pseudo science segment of the day called dr ret <laughs> make sure you seek your own physician's medical advice before accepting any of dr ret's suggestions what my favorite part of that is how confident he was coming in yeah. you know why and then because it it's the, the um uh, the, the elevations and, and the, the um, uh, you guys. What Google have it. you? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he is. See, ah, peanut butter there and sandwiches. Hey. <laughs> this Alberta son. <laughs> He's back, 
And he had a penalty shot. Let's yeah. uh, let's have a watch as Johnny had a chance early to make a big impact on the game. And he was getting mercilessly booed on every puck touch. Have a listen. Don't have a listen. And these guys are giving it to him. Watch this. Get the out of here. Get out of here. Johnny famously, uh, well, maybe not famously, uh, he said in first intermission, oh, I had him beat. I just missed. I had high glove, but I just missed the net. Yeah. Had a beat, though. We'll see if he had him beat. Uh, here was, uh, yeah, there's your welcome back. Heavy booze right out of the gate. Persisted all night. The, uh, the tribute was uh, after booing him for many a shift, Full standing ovation, and then right back to booing as he touched the puck. It was Matthew Kachuk 2.0. Yeah. Maybe even a little more booze than Kachuk, which kind of surprised me a little. Yeah. He was here longer, meant more to the franchise. And no hurt question. your feelings more. Yeah. If you didn't care, it's tough for them to break your heart, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Ask Rhett. Uh, here's, uh, he doesn't care about anybody. <laughs> how could he? he can't break his heart if he doesn't have a heart. Uh, here's a clip last night from Afterburner. If you missed it, our, our post-game show on the 4-3 overtime victory. I dig him. I, I dig do too. Him. I'm happy. I, for that him. said, if that was if that goal that squeaks through him on the power play from line A, and yes, it's line. If that goes in on Markstrom, what's everyone saying? Yeah, bad goal. Yeah. And so, like, let's be let's be honest with ourselves. Just because Dan Vladar let it in doesn't mean now it's not a bad goal. And that was a big one because okay, it's two one, but that was a power play goal. Two two, the wind comes out of the building there. And you know what I didn't like about that sequence specifically? Well, the pass was how through the zone. <laughs> was how Line A can go through the seam all the way to Goudreau, and then he and then right fires back. it back for yeah. a one-timer that gets in. Yeah, you can't guys. allow that pass. Yeah. <laughs> it's now, two world-class guys. I yeah. get that, but Jesus. Yeah, and uh, special teams was not a clinic last night, Rhett. They finish over 2 on the power play, and they allow goals on their first two penalty kills, finish 2 for 4. This is the back and forth through the seam twice. What would penalty killing Rhett say about that? Five on two. What are we? Do looking? not allow. Do yeah, yeah. I would say do not allow. Return to it's bench. A feel bad shame. Thing when that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. has been good. Uh, at least in record, he's getting a lot of run support where Markstrom isn't. We we didn't like the line A goal. You already re- mentioned it, Red. But look at this. Nine zero and three in his last twelve. He's right up there with the elites in Flames goaltending history, like Brian Elliott, David Riddick, <laughs> Dan Bouchard, and. The man whose jersey hangs from the rafters, Mike Vernon. It's it's quite a point streak. For a team that's had a tough time stringing stuff together, that's a really impressive 9 0 3. Are you giving him credit or are you kind of chirping him with that? Saying, hey, saying it's a job. bad goal, but he's, look, I, I know who I'm riding, whether it's totally horseshoes or not. He's just not losing in regulation. We'll see. Keep playing him. Why not? I didn't think he was great last night. I didn't either. Um, Today, what's up for the Flames? Not a practice, but uh, hanging with Daniel Negreanu. You you a fan of Daniel? Eh. Do you like him uh, pre or post hair? I don't know. Does he got his hair back like five years ago? Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. It's great. Uh, He's here today for the poker tournament, and look at this. He knows exactly what's up with the team. Yeah, just going to talk about Jacob Pelche with uh, warm and fuzzy Daryl Sutter. (laughs) He's dialed. Does like, having now, uh, th- all that aside, does having Daniel at the poker tournament make you happy? 
Like, are you excited to have him if you're going to the poker tournament? If you're a big you're poker like, oh, person, right, yeah. I, this is poker royalty, is it not? Win? But is it, yeah. Oh, like, I don't know. I, mean, I, I feel like if you got, like, they, what happens in the tournament is there'll be a bunch of Stampeders and Flames and other celebrities, alumni, and if you knock them out, you will get their jersey or a gift certificate or for more chips or whatever it is, or like, hey, here's $200 to this restaurant. I feel like if you knock Daniel Negreanu out, would you not be boasting about that for every single poker t- game you played the rest of your life? Like, that would be cool. Now, he probably is going to take you out, but here we are. I'm betting guys would want to hear that story, too, about how you took out Daniel Negreanu at the Flames Poker Tournament. For the third time, it's for probably the, better than... For the rest of their yeah, lives. Totally. Hey, did I ever tell you about the... Yeah, Daniel, yeah, you're going to thanks. Daniel, Great to have you. Yeah, ace on the river. Who invited this awesome. fucking guy? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Here's a look at the standings for the Flames, who still aren't in the top eight by points percentage in the West, right? But uh, it's tight. There's Colorado with a 589 well, points percentage. Three games in hand, two points it's back. Tight, right? It is tight. They're two points back of the Oilers who have won six in a row. Games played even. And they are three points back of the Kings and hold a single game in hand. Hawks are next. They arrive in town. Actually, excuse me, before we do that, uh, HL Flames are in action tonight. It's the Wranglers, yeah. The, the, the Ranglais. Yeah. Uh, their goalie's been freaking unbelievable. Freaking laser beams as he uh, only well, Don't is, mention is, him to Daryl or he'll be in shit too. The good news is there's only room for two goalies. Uh, so we're, I mean, putting, wearing gear, gear so big nowadays. You might need a defenseman. You might have to move one of your goalies. <laughs> That's an issue for the offseason to be sure. If it's, if it's an issue at all. Yeah. Uh, Wolf's been phenomenal. 930 save percentage, four shutouts, leads the American League in everything. He has more wins on his own than how many teams? Uh, 26 age. <laughs> he's 21, though. God, it's the wrong age. Oh, what's the right age? Well, you just no, know how Daryl feels about 21-year-olds. Well, he's be 22 next year. If he could duplicate this for three or four more years, then we'll Three see or four. Jeez. It's been every year this is what he does. Uh, wow. You don't want to hand it to these no. kids. I mean, come on. Punks, Rhett. Yeah. Goes right to their head. Oh, what are we gonna? We need a stepladder room to get in his stall. You can't win with a goalie that size in this league. Just There's runs over. He goes NHL, right? Uh, Chicago. Here is who's next for the Flames. Final game of the homestand. They win this. They would have six out of a possible eight on the homestand with that ugly loss to the Avs. They lose it. It would be a 500 homestand with two awful teams. Here's uh, Chicago after that miserable run of twenty two twenty and one. Six and two in their last eight, including a, a six and one stretch before a lost Sunday to LA. Careful. Well, one of those six. Careful. Of course. I think the Flames started that coming uh, from the Calgary Flames. Careful. So that'll wrap the homestand and then into Seattle Friday, the day after. That's it for the pre All Star break portion of the schedule. St. Louis Blues. Quick, can we do a quick, hang on. Can we do a quick recap? Because at some point around Christmas, you said that this team had a, a long run of games against subpar teams. Yeah, I think say? it was the 20th or 18th so, of December that started with that run of seven in a row in the division. But I think you could, yeah, I guess you can only go back so far. But okay, so we, how have they done there is my point. And they've, even if they have, <laughs> have they played well enough to give you confidence that, oh, oh, yeah. They're beating the shitty teams, so and they'll get enough wins against the good teams. We should be fine. What are the points? I, I, you had I, it last I, night. Well, I'm just looking in, in December, if you want to go back. It to was there. after the Blues loss where that soft portion started, and they went 5-1-1, one, one, and then they 
5-2 against San Jose, 7-3 over San Jose. Lost in overtime to the Kings, won in overtime against the Ducks. Lose to the Oilers in regulation. Beat, beat Vancouver Seattle. on New Year's Eve after beating Seattle. Yeah, then That's beat big Seattle. Then it's the road trip where they, if only they played a little better against Nashville, they would have come home with 8 out of 10 instead of 6. I, I don't think they played that well, Red, but they have been picking up points, so I, I don't know what to make of it, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, well, okay, speaking of St. Louis, don't be sorry. That's fine. Uh, the blues were part of that road trip and they weren't healthy when the flames passed through and took three or four from the flames. Uh, or was it, uh, two flames got three or four here. They are. Look at this. They're healthy. Tory Krug coming back. Krug Tank dog. coming back. Tank dog. All right. So maybe that team that we thought could be selling at the deadline is no good. Well, Hmm. They get a couple weapons back, although Pavel Bushnevich is going the other way. He's now on the shelf. Uh, we'll see there. Will Kadri give up 91 to Tarasenko, or how does that work? See, I thought Ryan O'Reilly was 91. What the hell number is he? Is he 80? I'm not sure, yeah. Because yeah, Are they going to get both? The package deal? 90. 90. Yeah, 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 it was close. I thought he was 90. Because it'll be Pareko, right, to come in. and. So is, is, is uh, Tarasenko taking the Flames off the no-trade list, or is it still there? Oh, it's, it's every year's a new... Oh, right, you know, of course, yeah. yeah. All that sun it. here. Or you just go full uh, Kelly McCrimmon and pretend you don't know about the no-move list and just yeah. make the trade anyway. Tarasenko is just disappointed, though. <laughs> yeah. Right? No, no. What, what are you talking about? What do you mean no trade? Oh, sh- sh- no. Oh. I didn't, I, yeah, oh. it. Shouldn't that be on the... Where, I don't see that I, anywhere. I know. The, the, Arab, the agent said, uh, just ram it through. I'm losing... Got a bad connection here. <laughs> Trying to get Tatar the hell out of there. Uh, okay, check out this pass from Willie Nylander. Old, uh, old Billy Styles had a four-point night last night for the Leafs, but I, I love seeing these. This is the, some of the creativity. Brian Burke must hate this. Hey, eh? this, can't believe he's almost making seven million. Jeez, four-point game. Look at this. And also, you get past the halfway mark, so everybody kind of settles in after the holidays. And honestly, this zip. Oh, breakaway. That's fun. He's been great for them this year. And he's going to get paid pretty quick here, too. More than, you know, the deal that Brian didn't want him to get. Uh, we'll move along to the NFL. Tom Brady was asked about his future, Rhett, which he loves talking about. Hey, that's Who's that? Tom Brady. Oh, the, uh, the old guy. You forgot already? Yeah. <laughs> what have you done for me lately? Which, which one is he? Yeah, which, yeah. Uh, is that the guy I'm, with the bad leg? No, no, no. He's, uh, yeah. Uh... So the, here's Andrew Brandt, NFL insider, on it. Upset? If, hmm. Well, let's have a listen because we got the audio. It's him and Jim Gray. And now, 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 Tom, um, you've been. Uh, uh. Let's have a listen. Tom, you're leaving everybody guessing. Uh, you said you'll take your time. Do you have any type of a timetable as to what you might want to do uh, regarding your football career? Jim, if I knew what I was going to fucking do, I'd have already fucking done it. <laughs> okay? I'm taking it a day at a time. Oh! How and dare you? are antagonized by the question. <laughs> you're scratching. It's you're only the question scratching. that everybody wants to hear. You're scratchy. I appreciate your asking. Thank you. Yeah, he does appreciate it. It sounded yeah. like he appreciated it. He really did. He's an ass. Although he's been through, you know, tough times, I guess. Is it tough when you a lot of breaks? He got the bag in that divorce, right? Yeah, he's really. It's uh, it's It's one of those rags to riches stories how he's been able to against all odds. Well, and apparently he was down and out, all depressed after Giselle left, but he slanted on his feet from what Google's telling me. Yeah, the internet tells me he's just fine. (laughs) 
I don't know how old his kids are. Well, gotta and if back, that's awkward, but I think the rest there, will probably D. work. Yeah. Does you no good to sit at home and mope? No. no. You just get no. the past the past. Gotta Can't dwell on. on that. Yeah. CFL news. We love the CFL in this program. And we pretty much, uh, you know, we saw this coming. Here's the video of Bo Levi Mitchell walking into Tim Horton's field and the hammer with his kids, his wife. Let's go, girls. Look at the shoes. He's ready for this. Shoes. Why is he wearing shoes like that walking into a stadium, Rhett? Why are his feet so effing big? He My got, God. Are those Crocs? Like, look at the paddles. Is that how you paint those parking Holy. slots? What's going on here? <laughs> um, he did indeed sign with the Hamilton Tiger Cats who traded for his rights from the Stampeders. Guess how much uh, he's... Oh, okay. Well, right. <laughs> there's how much he's no, making. Okay. <laughs> Over a half million bucks, Rhett, for three years. Our boy's getting paid. Can you give me a oh, yee I like him, and I, he, I baked him, and he was good about it. So good for him. After a while, he was good about it. Yeah. Yeah. Give us a yee gaga yee one of those for us? Come on. He's getting paid here. Well, you know, so, uh, you, you put me on the spot. Katie, I got to kind of get uh, the old guns. Like, uh, big old fat bag of dough up here in Hamilton. Fucking, oh. Go stop my whole fucking get girl crawdads and you get, get, a lot of, get a lot of fucking gumbo with $500,000 a year. Fucking, yeah. Woo! Woo! Gunslinger. worth it. Not bad. Is he? That's the question. When he was I in his I prime, hope. he absolutely was. It's been a rough couple of years for him throwing the ball and being healthy. Doesn't quite look like the old wow. gunslinger of past, but hopefully he starts doing that. If, if Hoff and Dave would give him something to work with. Shaky coaching here. Yeah, I was going to say, exactly if he could get away from. It's just this this churn. It's this constant changing of the guard here. How is the guy even supposed to know the system? Right. I don't know who my receivers are. I feel for What the hell's happening? Here's uh, Bo on the show when we had him in the fall. It was actually the day after his rights got traded. It was yeah. really weird timing. We had him lined up. Dressed like a real dork i think to wait till february is tough you know because you have a family i have i have kids and you know find schools housing stuff like that um you know so i'll, I'll definitely hear helmson out i want to hear their pitch and kind of what's going on there um but you know what i said two days ago before the you know west final was um i, I want to go into free agency i want to find out what the offers are i want to know where the coaches are going to end up i want to know where some players are going to end up who's going to even make it to free agency as a player so uh, watch for receivers landing in so Hamilton. He, yeah, so he foregoes free agency. Got paid to forego it. Good for him. Yeah. but And there again, uh, Dave Naylor there from TSN says he probably would have gotten more in the open market. There are some some teams that are hunting. Certainly would have got the same on the open market. Yeah, I think it, it, that, that feels like market rate. Yeah. If you're starving for a quarterback in the CFL, it's uh, we'll make it work elsewhere on the cap because you can't win in this league without one. I didn't think that kind of money would be there for Bo. I didn't either. I thought it was like when you heard Nathan Rourke getting 600, you're like, oof, well, that's got to be the top end. And then, okay, maybe 300 for, nope, half million a year, three-year deal. Good for him. You guys will be hanging out now, Hammer, right close there. You guys mm-hmm. will be uh, fast friends. Maybe Come he can on get down, fellas. Hey, Come yeah, on once down. you're allowed to cross the line again, Rat, I tell you, you got a, you got a pal in the Hammer. And interestingly, I think Princey pointed this out a few days ago, the Ticats don't come to Calgary this year. That's some bullshit. That is some bullshit. How do you have... Rhett, can you fuel up your charter and we'll do a little trip? Nine effing teams. You have nine effing teams and they don't all play each other? Well, they play each other, just not in both buildings, apparently. Yeah, God forbid. I know. It's such a well-run league. It's tough to not take shots at them. The uh, final one... have things figured out. Yep. 
That odd number team things really worked wait. well for them. I wouldn't want to switch that either. I can't wait because I'm sure Netflix or one of those big companies has <laughs> mm-hmm. it circled where yeah. they're going to do like a F1 and the golf, right? Mm-hmm. Like for sure they're yeah. going to do this with the CF. What the NHL did right? 24-7 with HBO. I feel like you go into league offices yes. and yeah. watch these goons bumble <laughs> around and like push on the pull door and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Creating yeah, that drama like from the space. from yeah. the boardroom. Yeah. Guys sitting around. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Any ideas? No, I got nothing. I say we play Sunday, same time as the NFL. Okay. (laughs) All in favor? Hi. Approved. Dummies. Uh, (laughs) Our balls are bigger. Great. Okay. Let's keep that one. I like that one. Get a chuckle. Poor CFL. We love the CFL. Now, you know what we really love? Yeah. Is guys going out and getting it, calling their shot. This is Stefano Tsitsipas, a very good tennis player from Greece, who is marching through to the semifinals after beating uh, young Czech. Where is this? This is in Melbourne, Australia, oh, mate. Okay. It's the first major of the season. Melbourne. Australian Open, Melbourne Park. Let's head down live for the uh, tennis courtside reporter. Um, one of my favorite exorcists comes from Australia, Margot Robbie. I wish I can. Margot Robbie? Oh. Are you pitching right now? What, what's happening? Am I what? Pitching? Are you like, you know, making an, an offer? What are we seeing here? It would be nice to see you over there one day. Okay. <laughs> so you're, you're ex- officially extending an invitation to Margot Robbie. I just want to be crystal clear here. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yes! 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 Yeah. You live once, and Stefanos gets that. I you like- don't get to come back again and be brave. You do it now. I like the last little Fuck pause yeah. there. So is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm all in. Yeah. Now, with that said, uh, <laughs> that's the Pinner Report. There you go. <laughs> the uh, the Pinner Report presentation of Village Honda, the brand new 2023 Honda Passport Trail Sport is in stock. It's in the showroom. It's stout. Love it. Village Honda, Northwest Auto Mall, your dealership for life. VillageHonda.com is the website. Anyone you want to say hi to, Rhett? Just, you know, one lap on earth. Hey, Margo, I like you too. <laughs> That's some tough competition. That guy's in his prime route. He's very lean. His shoulders are probably in great shape. Those tennis guys are probably yeah, just dude. a bunch of fat slobs, eh? Mm. You don't look good. I wonder if there's anyone more my caliber that I could. No, probably not. I feel like the shoveler's your caliber. is a little wonderful lady. Hey, hey shoveler. Great to see you. <laughs> I'm more curious Great if she's an earshot. That's what I'm wondering. Great more to so. see you. How have you been all you. these hours? <laughs> Dentistry with no needles, no drills, no stress. Solea laser treatment. You got that kind you, of dental wait, phobia. You have a hard time with dentists. It's your thing. This is the answer. It's a laser. It's not, you don't have to go all the way. They're not down kind of tickling your intestines with this stuff. No, it's easy. You lay back, bing, bang, boom. It's easy. One to two minutes, relaxed, comfortable, pain-free, back to your day in minutes. But we're talking, telling you about specifically for our, uh, for our audience, because we know who you are and we know what, how it goes. Mm-hmm. Snoring treatments, mm-hmm. snoring, sleep apnea, not just for yourself, but for your loved ones, your partner, you can go in two 15-minute treatments, obviously separate days. You go in for one, you come back again, bing, zzz. 
Are the sound effects helping? Because I feel they are. I was talking to Dr. J. I said, if I did this, that's what it sounds like, right? So, oh, yeah, boom, that's exactly what it sounds like. No, lasers don't sound like that at all. They don't sound like anything. No. Very quiet. Soft palate. Right up there. Soft palate. Increase the tension in your soft palate. Reduces your snoring. Non-surgical. Pain-free. And it's all done by the laser. You're not gonna. You're not gonna walk into so, uh, Johnny's Dental Hut down the street here and find this thing. Is that the one that's a cave that's been redone? Bob's teeth shack. It's not. They don't have teeth this repair. thing. There. Bob's they teeth. Don't, yeah, they don't have it there. Jimmy's tooth repair <laughs> only at Outdoor other, Dental with Doctor J. The other J. thing Patel. you get at Outdoor Dental, you don't have to fly anywhere. Right. That's a good thing. It is a nice. Thing I noticed, yeah, with right. right here in Calgary. Yeah, Charlie's right Chicklets. You either don't go, go see, yeah. and you don't have to do the soft palate thing, but you, you could go see Dr. J, have a dealt with in 15 minutes, go back again in a few weeks, do it again in 15 minutes, so like an hour of your time maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Or you can learn to sleep on the couch. That's mm. Those are your options for you. Those are your options. I know which one I would That's do. That's what I get to do. Yeah. Outdoor.dental is the website. You can go for a visit, get the consultation, hear about it from people who, it's hard to believe, but are a little bit more knowledgeable about it than we are. Mm-hmm. People at, uh, at Outdoor Dental will be able to walk you through it, specifically Dr. J, great guy. Outdoor.dental. Start sleeping better. Start feeling better. Life, everything in life is going to be better once you get this all figured out with Outdoor Dental. Thanks, to Dr. J, for being a part of it. Uh, what did you think of the uh, the tilt last night for Luch? Ooh. We were talking about it afterwards. Luch is not a young guy. No, this is the last year on a huge free agent deal. He might not get another deal after this. I think he understands where he is in his career arc, boom. We've taken, you know, we've... Should he be in the second line? Probably not. Is he demanding to be in the second line? No, it's just, it's where the lines are put on the board. I'm going to play, I'm playing with those guys. Okay, I'm doing as I'm told. Probably, I don't know. Does he want to fight last night? So guys keep coming at him. It's Lucic. It's not Probert levels, right? But if you can, if you're going to fight Lucic, there's a bit of a badge of honor in doing that. If you're one of these guys. I do give him credit because he has dropped the Mets a few times this year and he he may not win them all, but he doesn't lose. I was going to say, he kind of does win them all. <laughs> like this this Olivier, that, I, don't, I wonder what he looks like today because he took one on the side oh, of the he head and good right in the, the box. He was two cuts on his face and ate a few of uh, Milan's rights there. Jeez. 2-2 there. Flames immediately score after. That was right after a Columbus school that tied it. It sucks because... I'm sure he doesn't want to do it anymore. You get to a certain age and the testosterone levels drop a little bit. You're not <laughs> quite as excited to go out and get into a tilt-a-whirl, right? But And I give him credit because... This, yeah, exactly. A he, month ago, he didn't. He wasn't doing it enough, to be honest with you. If he's going to play a role and have a... Or if he's going to have a role on the team, that's got to be part of it. And it's not... He's not 18, 19, 20... 25 even mm-hmm. i don't think you have to do it as much this is a 25 year old he here can do it is that what he is that it's, olivier is 25 it's like i want i want it it's like okay kid but you know what the timing was perfect right wasn't it yep yeah, it was good i've got no issues with it dubay said afterwards I, 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 my, he said we got he we absolutely got a boost yeah 
Now, sometimes both teams say they got a boost, but I I, I certainly think Milan was at a point there where he might not want to do it, but he understands the value in it and he knew the right time to do it. And that's not a guy thinking about where he's going to build his, you know, second vacation home on the home stretch. That's a guy that's trying to help his team win with any way he can. And with his fist last night, he made a contribution. I was happy for him. I I just, I, I was, it's the recognition of the role. Guaranteed probably didn't want to do it, but that's what that's where I am right now. That's what I'm going to do. We're in we're in a game here against we need this. this. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Good for Luch. Give Luch some love. Can't believe you didn't even toast him last night, you jerk. Who's who's the muscle on your squad going north here? Like I don't I won't where's the updates on this stuff? You guys have no plan. You're gonna go up to Jasper and get your asses handed to you. I'm worried Bears about Princey. I, I don't know if Princey's a hothead or not. I, I guarantee I feel you. like he's a big boy, but I, I don't know if he can keep his motions in check here. I am very concerned about Princey. Yeah. There's just too much history with the uh, Oilers Nation guys. He, get everyone a little, and a get everyone a little hungover and tired. Oh, yeah. A little yeah. grumpy. Yeah. Like, a little yeah. whack to the shins, and next thing you know, this thing's a powder keg. When do we play those? We'll, look, we'll have details for you tomorrow, Red. How about that? Because we do have the schedule. Okay. We know what we're... So I guess kind of what we're doing. I feel like everyone's going to be trying to settle scores from like five years ago with this whole, this is the long. It could be one of those things where we take like, uh, like in Dumb and Dumber, Iconic Electric did the the artwork there yesterday where you put the turbo lax, the laxative, yeah. put it into your M-chuck and bag milk's <laughs> drinks and they'll have to be, they'll be shitting themselves all day. What was the one in Wedding Crashers? That was like the eye drops and like Something a couple like that, of those yeah. and you just spend the rest of the day like, oh, talking to Ralph drink, on the big drink, white phone. Drink up, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Drink, drink. Up. Oh, shots. Yeah, make drink, sure drink, drink. Make sure you in their water bottles. Yeah, something like that. Uh, let's do a quick injury report. We, okay. I wish, and I do, I wish we knew more about Chris Tanev. I've reached out. There's been nothing back, which doesn't, some, it doesn't mean anything. It's, it's poker, the poker tournament day and all of that. But there's been some crazy re-injuries. And I know that Frank on uh, Daily Faceoff has uh, a bit about that. Josh Norris was back for three games yep. after Big shoulder surgery. Yep. He is More gone. Surgery. We know that Tanev left last year. He had what uh, the labrum, torn labrum and dislocated shoulder. He had surgery on that. You hope it's not the same thing. And then, of course, Max Pacioretty, the, the Achilles injury. Mm-hmm. Not to mention Tanner Pearson having to go back on that same hand. A little bit different. He didn't come back, but it's just like, let's get this right. <laughs> it's a little concerning when a certain part of your body becomes uh, seemingly more prone to the same injury, right? You, you hope that's not the case with Tana. You just, I don't know. You kind of assume that with doctors and technology that they're going to get it right. Well, technology and stuff. Nowadays, when you can have Tommy John or you can have a reconstructed knee and it's, it's good to go, don't have to worry about it again. Mm. Tommy John doesn't involve, or guys that are doing Tommy John aren't hitting and crashing and being run into by big beasts. This is true. It's repetitive. Right? Uh, Not that it's an easy thing to come back from, but how old's this prick? Eight, 33? Tanif, yeah, around there. Up there. Right. He's getting up there. It would be, if you did a study, I wonder how many defensemen have to retire around the age of 33. A lot. I mean, you did, right? Wasn't that right your wheelhouse? I did, and all the guys I played with seemed to, right? Mm-hmm. That yeah, Chelios, and Chara, no. Warner. No, no. Giordano, no. <laughs> 
He just picked the three guys that played into their 40s. What an asshole. Yeah. Just go find the outliers, Dean. Thanks, bud. (laughs) That's got a good point. You just completely torch him. No, it's not at all. Not at all. The injury report is a presentation of McLeod Law. Visit them online, mcleod-law.com. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at LLC. Your business can't afford a misstep. They get that, and they can help. United by our strengths, McLeod Law. Three players on the shelf for the Calgary Flames. We'll start with the long-term personal issue that is Oliver Shillington's absence this season. would be nice to have him in the fold, as we talked about earlier this year. There is absolutely zero timeline surrounding this, and I don't think anyone's holding their breath for his return this season. Tanev will find out more probably tomorrow when there will be a practice and then media availability. Whether he gets placed on IR or not is just a guess, but it sure didn't look good last night. And if you're looking for clarity with the Tanev injury, don't look to Brett Ritchie for you know the confidence that you're going to figure it out. He's been gone since December 31st with a undisclosed injury. Now, where's the undisclosed? What, what, we don't even know if it's upper or lower. So you just don't have to tell anyone if you don't want, it seems, in the NHL these days. That's undisclosed, yeah. yeah. Is that, under his clothes? Anybody... No, undisclosed. Yeah, under the... No. no, we're not telling you. Are people marching down to the dome, banging on, on the dome walls? Can we have more info on this Richie injury, please? No, but I do this think... This is impacting the... my legacy bet. My... No, well, that's the where, where I was going to go. If you're going to get into bed to the tune of hundreds of millions of dollars with gaming partners and, and wagering partners you're going to see what the NFL has been doing for a long time, which is a lot of clarity on injury reports. Doubtful, questionable, probable. Every single week they have to be filed. Teams have been fine draft picks. Um, Yeah, while practices are happening. Uh, I don't think you can exist in a world where you give no information on injuries and then also accept bets on games being played. Um, And we'll see as we get into this new space from the NHL perspective whether there's more clarity there. But nothing on Richie who's been out since the Vancouver New Year's Eve game. There's your injury report. There you go. McLeodLaw. McLeodLaw.com. McLeod-Law.com. Write it down. Go ahead. Go ahead. Dash. Can you do it right? You want us to do that again just to get it out correctly? McLeod-Law.com. How do you spell dash? Let's see. Never mind. We'll move along. Yeah. You were interrupting me about something? How's Walker Deer doing? I like I him. love Walker Durs. Walker Durs. Oh, yeah. you like him. Let's go, oh, Walker he's a kid That's playing well, bringing energy and doing it. Well, how did that happen? <laughs> did Rhett call and ask for? I a don't call? know. I'm did confused he? Confused too. <laughs> you know no, what I love. My point was... is Daryl. But my rant last week when mm-hmm. Dean wasn't on about this is BS and these old pricks and Trevor <laughs> Lewis. Sorry, nice guy. Shoot him to the play the kids. I'm back to it. Play the kids. Good God. Even Pelche last night was effective. Play him. What do you think of Pelche? It's been a couple more. now. Give us more on Pelche. I th- I liked Pelche. He's been around it. I think it's going to happen. He needs to get a bounce here or there. Mm-hmm. I think he's been fine. He's fast. He's effective. He's certainly better to watch than, sorry, Richie, who's injured. Yeah, or what about the right? Rune Dog? Like, I asked Dean they- last night, do you miss Kevin Rooney? Yeah, and it was yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. We forgot about him, didn't we? Yeah, forgot the about him. Dog, it's awesome. Get I, how I, about we? It's hard. More to kids, coach them up, coach them up, coaches. Come mm-hmm. on, coach them up and get them out there. 
No, I think Walker's like Ugh. a year older than Pelche, but the coronation he got from oh. Sutter after his third game versus Pelche's debut, it, it was stark in contrast, to say the least. And 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 even that BS aside, Daryl, whatever, however he wants to do the media and all that mm-hmm. crap. I'm just the point being the kids these days are quite good. They're in shape. They're groomed from frick. I watch my 14 year old now and the way that they handle these kids with the gloves like it's they treat them as professionals from the age of eight. Like they're ready to go. But not always. And I'm not saying that playing in the minors is a bad thing, but it. It's also not a bad thing to let them play and bring energy to your team when you got guys like Rooney and Lewis and even Lucic, though we liked how he played last night. There's plenty of room for it. Mm-hmm. We talked about like, the pace changing what? last night, Dean. That's a big thing that these kids can provide. I just think you watch yes. Pelcha. It's noticeable, the speed. And you can skate around and look how fast he is and accomplish nothing. You just feel like... The goals are going to come. He's getting to the right spots. He I, lines been good. Great pad save by Corpusalo last night, or he has his first when he almost yeah. scored Vasilevsky in the first game. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just if put him in, and if it doesn't work, where's the harm? I think if you gave Daryl the truth serum right now, he's probably really happy with Jacob, but he doesn't want any of that in the media. I think he's probably been pleasantly surprised that someone who's you know weighing in at one sixty something has been as uh, engaged physically as he's been his first two games. Play him. And, I'll, you know, the other little, the last thing i got to say, because I know we got to go, because Alex... No, we're good. Go. We're good. Oh. Don't blame Alex. I kind of wish we had... Jo- I kind of wish we kept Johnny. Everyone does. Dean almost cried yesterday. I wasn't crying. It's just... You forget how effective he is and dynamic. what he does. Are there holes in the game? Uh, yeah. yeah, but... But I'll take it. And the holes in this roster are what he's good at. Oh, When you're up 3-1 and you yeah. need one more, Johnny's there for you. Now this game's on ice. Oh, instead of how are you tied now? They, they miss that ability to bury teams. Like you think about this squad. Sorry, and we're playing the what if game again. You keep Gaudreau. Maybe you keep Kachuk or not. But even if you lose, I mean, the Uyghur would be hard right now because Tandem's hurt, but you'd probably change it. Blah, blah, blah. If you had Gaudreau and Kadri, you've got one hell of a squad, I think. Even if you did the same Kachuk deal, Goudreau, I think Hugo Kadri, looks Kachuk, a lot better if he's playing you with have, Johnny. Right? Anyway. I know, you forget how good he was. I wonder if, play. If, you, if you get Gaudreau signed... Mm-hmm. Are you still taking that package from Florida? We don't know, essentially. So. Are you still taking Hubert? It's Huberto? veterans and it's win now. I think that's exactly what the team would be if they signed I Johnny. think you would. And I actually think Goudreau with Huberto would yeah. be, look out. Well, and I- you're certainly not signing Huberto to an extension right out of the shoot. You might. I mean, I don't know. But you've got that money now spent back on Goudreau. Yeah, it becomes Kachuk's money, not Goudreau's in theory. So you might... There might, there's probably certainly less desperation in getting the guy signed for sure because you also didn't just have someone walk on you at the 11th hour at free agency, which you know will affect how things go. It's human it nature. But uh, like, ask Jonathan Huberto. Do you think it's 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 you can it's easier to make plays and collect points with you know Gaudreau on the other wing or Lucic? Ask Lindholm. Lindholm's not playing with Lucic. I'm just in terms of playing with a guy. Yeah, for sure. Betway bets of the day. Let's do it. All right. 
get the uh, get the Betway app, get it on your phone, be responsible, be 19, be in Ontario, all of that sort of thing. I uh, I was saying to you before the show, mm. I knew that um, Jack Hughes has been on a real tear and he's been playing great. I didn't realize at quite the clip that he is on. He's got a goal in each of his last four home games, nine points in his last five. He has 19 points in his last 11, and he's it's still it, it's two points a night. It seems like it's quite a uh, quite a role. They had that great start, a little bit of a dip, kind of getting back again. Golden Knights at Devils, and anytime goal for Jack Hughes plus one twenty. Let's go. I don't mind a Jack Hughes anytime goal if you need him. Hughes having a bit of a season. He's got uh, fifty eight points in forty six games. Five eleven. But he's he's only twenty one. He's not that twenty one. Yeah, he's locked in until like the end of the twenty twenties at cheap cheap money, and he's going to get hard votes this year. It's crazy. Okay, my bet of the day. I'm I'm not done. Oh, sorry. I thought you had both there. No, you got one more. I I got one more. When you go into the Betway app, they've got the pre built bets or the dailies. Mm -hmm. In there, they've got a grand salami. Doesn't show up every day. Every once in a while, you just click on grand salami. Eleven games tonight, and there's a bunch of different ones there. I'm going with this one. Most goals for uh, tonight, the away teams are going to go score more than the home teams. Mm, that's interesting. I'm saying road teams tonight, if it comes through, plus 150. Those are my Betway bets of the day. I don't mind that. You got Boston, Florida, Cheese Vegas. Cheese and salami and sandwich. Cheese and salami sandwich. Hugely underrated. Underrated. Don't order it enough. You don't make it enough. When you go to the deli, you're buying turkey and all this ham and BS. It's true. So why aren't we doing more with salami? I don't know. I really don't. What kind of salami? The other day, phenomenal. Pepper salami, Genoa salami. I was going to say, there's so many kinds, right? It's a universe once you get in the deli. Maybe that's why we're missing out on the salami. Maybe there's too many. We can't differentiate. We're lost. Yeah. Map here. Jeez. Oh, and I was going to give pepper, The one with the pepper around the outside. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Like that one. Crusted. The one's got the white, hmm. kind of the white thing. I'm, I, and before we go, I got to give you uh, shit before we go, but I'll let yeah. Repinder do his thing. Okay, my bets of the day, we're going to hone in on Calgarian. Braden Point. He scores and Kaprizov scores. We got to look at this. Minnesota Tampa. That's a good game. Plus 400. Oh. We're going big game hunting today. And how about this? Pasternak yeah, first goal. Pasta. Been on a heater. Free agent pasta in Montreal. You love to see this old rivalry. Habs have uh, been struggling. Pass does not. First goal, plus 600. Let's go. There's a few of those pre-builds in there. Kaprizov, Pasternak. I forget. Mm-hmm. There's a few. It just feels like eh, it's a good night to maybe get her done we'll see. with the anytime goals. We hit a Tage Thompson first goal at plus six or 700 a few weeks ago. So we're, we're big game hunting with the two big bets here. There you go. That way, bets of the day, bet responsibly. 19 years of age over in Ontario. Get the app on your phone. Be responsible. Bet way. Be responsible. Be responsible. Be responsible. Remember, you said, when we do our own thing, you know, we'll be more involved and we're going to be all in on this. Because at the Mm -hmm. old place, it used to be frustrating. It's like, how did we miss that? We didn't, how come we didn't, how can this didn't happen? I feel like this is something, do you know what yesterday was? National... Pie Day. We missed you know, National Pie Day. Key lime pie, well, banana cream pie, apple pie. I remember, right? Like, 
You said, I'm not a cake guy. I'm, I like pie. I'd rather pie. Go have a birthday cake. It's about pie. You could have done pizza pie, meat pie, chicken pot pie. What the fuck, man? What are you doing down there? Get over the bills losing. Get your shit together. It was National Pie Day, and we missed it. And it's your fault. Thanks. Well, today's National Compliment Day, so. We're off to a rough start there. I'll take it back. <laughs> it's look- not going well either. <laughs> You're looking it's great. two days in a row we've botched. <laughs> back, back to back. <laughs> Damn it. Again, this falls on your plate. <laughs> this is really your, still your You're fault. in charge of national days. Even more. And that's it. <laughs> oh. All right, I got to get it out earlier. <laughs> Good. Yeah, if you could, that'd be great. All right, tomorrow, I don't know what we're doing tomorrow. So I think it's Wednesday. So We're going to talk about uh, the kids and what the Flames need to draft and who they're trading after the uh, Tanev injury report comes out. Good, yeah. We'll be coming out today. I will say this. There's a... Oh, I know. Red at the game last night, stirring it up. Red. You know, the guy made a life choice on the YouTube right now. There's there's somebody in a Warner jersey holding up the... Jeez. I told you in 2013 he didn't want to play here, and now it's, That's it's, right. it just came true. Yeah. You guys didn't listen. A toe to so. Have a good rest of your day, everybody. Join us tomorrow, would you? Subscribe, like, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. Appreciate you. Sabres three points out of a playoff spot. Sabres are good. Let's see you tomorrow. Really good. You told us last, or first. And Which one was it? No, it was last. High day. I don't know what you're talking about, but the Oilers right. suck. It's a compliment. Chocolate. Chocolate pie. That guy's wife. Banana cream pie. Really God, good. I love banana cream pie. Strawberry uh, rhubarb. I like rhubarb. Underrated. Mm-hmm. Underrated. It's good pie. Fuck, I love pie. All right, we'll do tomorrow. Okay, I'm going. See ya. See ya.